The Gemara says in Brachas that there were four things that need chizuk, learning and doing mitzvahs and so on. So this is a community where everybody learns and everybody does mitzvahs, so, but we need chizuk again. And as one of the Mishtatim pointed out, the Nerush has an expression, So I'll give zeros to those uh, who are mizaras themselves anyway. During the summer months, we run through Pirkei Ovis on Shabbos afternoon. A lot of shuls, um, and a lot of shuls, everybody, uh, after Mincha on Shabbos afternoon, before Aleinu, so they zoom through, like we say, Ashrei, they zoom through Pirkei Ovis. But really, Pirkei Ovis is a program for life, and we shouldn't just uh, zoom through it in the summertime. We should learn the Pirkei Ovis all year long and keep the Mamorim in mind. Um, they quote in the name of the Vilna Goyen that we usually make a mistake. People uh, think that there are two types of mitzvahs, Benon Mavakam and Benon Machavero. Really, there are three types. There's a third category that's called Benon Maliatzma. HaKadosh Baruch created all of us with a Tzalem Alakim, and he instructed us all to preserve that Tzalem Alakim. And he commanded us in Parshas Kisavoy, for Halach to Bedrocha, we should go in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch the Ramam says to Hidama say love to imitate the ways of a Kodesh Bochu. What do you mean? Why should I imitate the ways of a Kodesh Bochu? Is there a chance that someday he's going to retire and he's going to, I'll, I'll take over his position? Well, it doesn't make sense. A little boy imitates a doctor. He puts on a stethoscope. He makes believe he's a doctor. A little girl imitates a mother. She makes believe that she's a mommy. She puts on a big shakel and she puts on high heels and whatever. She gives patch to the younger children. She screams at the younger children. So one day she'll be a mommy. So, so she, she imitates. What are we imitating the ways of HaKadosh Baruch? And the answer is, we're not imitating one whom we are not. We are preserving the Tzalem Alakim that was uh, implanted within us when we were born. That's what the Apostle continues to say. The next Apostle says, kalami And all the nations of the world, when all the going will seek Yishem Hashem Nikro that we have succeeded in preserving our Tzalem Alakim. Yishem Hashem means our Tzalem Alakim. The Yarumi Mekot, they will learn from us how to act with Yerushalayim. That's how they quote in the name of the Vilna Goyen, Pasha Pshat and Mara has a, an additional level of interpretation. It refers to the fact that we're wearing Tefillin, that we're wearing Tefillin Shorosh. So the Vilna Goyen says, obviously, that's not Pshutu Shalmikra. That's an additional level of interpretation. Pshutu Shalmikra means, Allah the Bedracha, we should uh, go in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch to preserve that Selim Hakim that we have within us. And Nabi Yeshaya says that B'nai Yisrael are supposed to serve as an Orla Goyim, a light unto the nations. A light unto the nations in what sense? That there are some rabbis in Eretz Yisrael who think that we have to serve as a light unto the nations to show the Christians how to shake a lulam and how to sit in sukkah and how to wear a talas. So they zub the Abedizorah when they go to church. So the Galach stands with the talas and they sit in the sukkah all the shame Yoshke. And... Uh, and the rabbis who's teaching them, the rabbis who are teaching them how to shake a lula by helping them worship Abed Zara deeper. So the Pashup Shat and the Pasik, when the Rabbi says we're supposed to be an Orla Goyim, it's like the Chumash says. The Rabbi Kalam Yaratz is supposed to serve as an Orla Goyim, not as far as Tzitzis, not as far as, not as far as Lula, but not as far as uh, Sukkah is concerned. It's supposed to be an Orla Goyim as far as the Tzalem Alakim. The Umas Salam were also created the Tzalem Alakim. That's the Pashup Shat, most uh, learned in the Mishnah. Chavivad Mishadib Rebetzalem, 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 Ch
Some of Farshim say in the Mishnah Natsa, they say, Chaviv Adam, Adam Rishon was created with Selim Alakim. And Selim Alakim didn't go to all of his children. That was the Indian who Alakim, that the Kuzari says, only went to one of his children. Adam Shaykh, Senesh, Kena, Mahalala, went to Avram Avinu, and then Avram to Yitzhak, the Yang, and then it went, then it went to all of B'nai Israel. But we usually learn, not like, uh, not like the Marami Prad, we usually learn that Chaviv Adam Shinivivivisam means all human beings were created with Selim Alakim. So B'nai Israel is supposed to serve as an Orlagoyim. We should show them that we can succeed in preserving So then when the nations of the world will see that we have succeeded in preserving our they will learn from us how to act with Yerushalayim. So this is the category, this is what the Vilna Goyen says is the category of mitzvah should be not the a person it's not the Shibu to someone other than myself, it's not Benadam Hamakam, it's Benadam Liyatma. A person is obligated to preserve the Midas Alakus that were implanted within him. So that we all have to work on. Everyone has to work on that. The Rambam writes, famous Rambam has in the Pirush Amishnais and Pirkeyavis, and he repeats it in the Mishnah Torah and Hilchus Deis, that in all of the Midas you have to go with Derech Hamamutsa. Except for the Midah of Gaiva, that's what the Mishnah says in Birke Yavis, Rabbi Levita, Sishiavna Oimer, Miod, Miod, Hebi Shvavuach. What is he picking out? Gaiva and Shiflus, and he said, Miod, 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 Miod means you don't go Bederach Hamamutsa. This is the exception to the rule. When it comes to Gaiva, you have to go to the extreme to act with extreme Shiflus. The Lacha Mishnah has a problem with the Rambam and Perakal, and Ilchas is the Rambam speaks about going Bederach Hamamutsa. Some of the uh, Jewish philosophers, um, not the big learners, the Jewish philosophers, Hatainis against the Rambam, that this whole section about Derech is straight from Aristotle. So the, the Rambam shouldn't have quoted so much from Aristotle, he should only quote from Gimars. So the, so the learned Jewish philosophers point out, True, much of it is from Aristotle, but it's based on the Gemara. The whole thing says in the Gemara. The first Dafim Soita, so the Gemara says, uh, how come Parshas Nazir follows right after Saita? How come in the Mishnayas you have Maseches Nazir following Maseches Saita based on the Pasuk? Haroya Saita b'Kolkuli Yazerat Menayim means that normally a person should go but Derech Hamamutsa, but if he lives in a time where there's a, where the whole society is Mekulkal in a certain direction, then you have to go to the extreme in the other direction, not to go to Derech Hamamutsa. So that's what the Ramam is saying. The Ramah writes the whole thing. Much of what he writes, the language comes from Aristotle, but he's just saying over this Gemar. So the Ramah writes in Perakalov and Hilchas Deus that a person should always go to Derech and he gives a few Mishalim. So one of the Mishalim that he gives is Gaiva and Shiflus, should always go to Derech Then you get to Perk Beis and Hilchas Deus. So the Ramah quotes this Mishnah, Miod, Miod, Hevish, Vavavach, that Gaiva is the exception to the rule, you have to go to the extreme. You're not allowed to go to Derech in Perak Aleph he wrote you have to, that was one of the Mishalmi go B'derech HaMamutz so the Yosameach writes on this Kasha of the Mishnah look in the Ramam and the Pirish HaMishnah and Perak Yavis and you'll see the answer what's the answer you look in the Ramam the Ramam claims that that Mishnah Yod Miyod Hevishal Ruach that's Xeri Midirabon Perak Aleph and Hilchus Deis is the Din Daraisa but even when it comes to Gaiva and Shiflus you have to go B'derech HaMamutz the Derech HaMamutz is Anivus Shiflus is the extreme 
Amar Rabbi Levita, you see, Shleavna says in the Mishnah, Miyod Miyod Hevi Shval Ruach, Shiflus is the extreme. That's Xerim in the Rabbana, because a person can never gauge himself properly. Everybody thinks that they are very, very humble, and they don't realize they're very far from being very humble. Everyone feels that they're going B'derech Hamamutza. So that's why they made Xerim in the Rabbana, specifically by Gaifam. This is important for all of us. Everyone should uh, keep on working on themselves. Everyone should keep on working on themselves. We have to do tshuva uh, for Yom Kippur. Not only our mitzvah should be onam lamokamana, our mitzvah should be onam machavera, and our mitzvah should be onam liatzma. This is a big chunk of uh, the Torah, for halach the bedrochav. When you look in the Rambam, he starts listing what in the Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam starts listing off the mitzvahs in descending order of importance. That's how he starts. First he says, the first mitzvah is to believe in HaKadosh Baruch the second is to believe Yichar Hashem, Manatheism, and then the third mitzvah, Havas Hashem, Yiras Hashem. I think the fifth mitzvah is Davening. I think mitzvah eight from the beginning is Vahalach the Bedrachov, to imitate the ways of HaKadosh Baruch to make sure that you preserve your Tzalem HaKim. This is very high up in the, in the hierarchy of the mitzvahs, going down in, in in, uh, from, from Emun and HaKadosh Baruch this is the 8th mitzvah from the beginning it's a very important mitzvah so we all have to work on that and we all have to work on Rabbi Levitas Yishyavna that uh, we shouldn't go with Derech when it comes to uh, Gaiva and Shiflus and the Derech would be Anibus we should all try to go with Shiflus the Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Avos that there are three specific midas megunas that cause us to lose our olam haba. That hakinim hatayv of our kavod matzim is adam in olam. The first we say causes one to lose olam haba means because these are the roots of all aver. So hakinim, the person is jealous of everybody else. He feels that he's so much better than everybody else. He deserves much better. And kavod, I deserve much more kavod than they're giving me. They don't give me enough kavod. He said that I was one of the rabbeim of Rabbi Sachs. I was the rabbi of Rabbi Soloveitchik. I was the rabbi of Rabbi Soloveitchik's rabbi. That people think so highly of themselves. It goes to the head. So uh, uh, we all have what to work on. The Balatanya quotes from the Zohar that the Pesach says in the Chet of the Eitz Hadas, the Nochash was convincing Chava to sin. So he tells her, she should eat from the Eitz Hadas, v'yisim kelehim yadei toivara. You'll become Pashim Shad, you'll become like God Himself. So the Medrash adds on. So Sushan quotes this Medrash. How do you think God became God? He ate from the Eitz Adas. That's why He told you not to eat from the Eitz Adas. Every, every dentist is jealous of the other dentist, and every professor is jealous of the other professors. Every God is jealous of the other gods. So God ate from the Eitz Adas. That's how He became so wise, so intelligent. He became the Adar He doesn't want anybody else to be competition to him. Nobody wants any competition. And Chava fell for this baloney. She felt for it. She's going to eat from the Eitz Adas. Going to be the Yisim Kelahim So the Zohar has a comment on that passage. That's what the Balatani quotes this from the Zohar. That this uh, this Bida uh, Maguna of Gaiva the root of all of our various. Why does the Torah write the story of the Chet of the Adas? What does it have to do with us? We don't have any Yetz Adas that we're not allowed to eat from. So before we explain our Chumash, that the Torah wrote a typical Avera. And this, the cause of that Avera is the, the different causes of the different aspects of the Avera Adas applies to all of us. We fall in the same as Chava fell in, and we fall in the same as Adam Rishon fell in. 
pressure from our wives, and pressure from society. Everybody does the same type of Aver. It may not be the Eitzadahs, but we have the same causes of Aver. So many people fall in because of their gaiva. They, they think they're going to do this Aver. They become, uh, gain tremendous honor and glory. We have to work on Ben Adam Le'atzma. We have to all work on Ben Adam Le'chavera. The Mishnah tells us in Yume that Avera should be Ben Adam Le'chavera. Ain Yama Kippurim Le'chaper. Hachi Yirat says Chavera. Until a person asks, uh, he's Mephayas, uh, the person whom he ba'avot. And the Mephoshim ha'bavet with the Kasha. Isn't this a Mishnah Baba Kama? The Mishnah says in Chavot that one is Mazik, someone else, one is Chavot Le'chavera. has to pay for the damages, for the injuries, and then the Mishnah says, and even though he paid all the money that he's supposed to pay, whatever Bezin told me has to pay, he paid, but still, from the other person. So it's not only on Yom Kippur, that's a regular din all the time, even though the person was and he paid all the money he's supposed to pay. He doesn't get kapara uh, unless he's... The fire is the other person. So why does Mishnah repeat the same thing in Yom in Yom Kippur Mechapa? Of course, Yom Kippur is not Mechapa. He does. He'll never get a kapor for the Aver bin Al Mahaveru. So Rab Salvechik uh, would say over in the name of some of the Darshanim in Europe that perhaps what the Mishnah means to say is Yom Kippur is not even Mechapa on Aver Shabbin Al Mahmokan. Yom Kippur is like a mikveh. That's what uh, Rab Tversky mentioned before the Mishnah. In the end of Yuma quotes Rabbi Akiva's Drosha, Mikva Yisrael Hashem, Ma Mikva Mitaris Hatamei, Ma Fakadosh Baruch Mitaris Yisrael. So if a person is a tummy, he can't dip, he can't dip his right arm in the mikva, then dip the left arm in the mikva, then dip the right leg into the mikva. The din is that in the mikva you have to have Ma'am Shetol Gufa Ola Behem Bevasachas. You have to be toivel the whole body at once. It's not Tfilah Lachatzoy. So in Yom Kippur also, that's what the Darshanim used to say that Mikva Yisrael Hashem. If the person is completely misbattled to Hakadosh Baruch if he if he gets he either gets a full kapara for everything, he gets no kapara at all. So the Mishnah is telling us that Aver If the person is not meratzes chaveiro, not only is any amikipur mechapra knows Aver that we know from the Mishnah Baba Kama, any amikipur mechapra on anything, he won't get any kapara for any of his averes. It's either all or nothing. So a lot of people have this attitude. We're learning Baba Metzia now in Yeshiva. So the Gemara in the first parakel Baba Metzia has this idea. Just because the guy is choshed on Geneva, Geneva is only being Adam Achaver, but he's not going to do an Achaver. Being Adam Lamakim, he's not going to swear a Shvashek and put his hand on his Sefer Torah and swear falsely that he does not the money. That's already Achaver being Adam Lamakim. Unfortunately, that's what the Gemara says, that's human psychology. People are chashudim, I mean, Adam Achavera. Doesn't mean that much. I mean, Adam Achavera, they're very, very from. That they would never swear falsely. So uh, we should all realize that uh, if we're not going to ask Mechila from Chavero and the Avalos that we did all year long, so the Yom Kippur is not going to be Mechavera, even the Avera should be Adam Achavera either. The Gemara says that if one ba'avol someone else, the Gemara talks about a ganav or a mazik or a chayvel and he owes money, he can't begin to talk about doing tshuva until he pays the money. There are a lot of people, uh, the Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Ovis, the Gemara says, Someone else's money should be, you should be careful with someone else's money like you would be careful with your own money. 
That's what the mission. That, that's what the pasuk says. We have to the racha kamach. I have to take care of other people's needs. As if it would have been my need. Who has such an attitude? I'll be careful with someone else's money to the same extent that I'm careful with my own money. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't know too many people who have such an attitude. But the Mishnah tells us we're supposed to have such an attitude. One of the candidates is running for president made a comment that half the Americans are not paying tax. A lot of, a lot of the people and that half of the Americans are not paying any tax to the federal government are making enough money. Not that they're all in, living in poverty. They're making a fortune of money and they're cheating. They're cheating the government that they're not paying tax. A couple of months ago, um, some family came to me. They had a family, Sikhsuk, so they, they, were, they live in Williamsburg. I'm sure they're not here. They live in Williamsburg, so they were embarrassed to go to any of them. You'll see these people. So they're embarrassed to go to the Dayanim because everybody knows them. I never heard of them. So they came to the Yeshiva of all places. Came to the Yeshiva. Um, and then after they were fighting everything out, then I told them what they should do. So they, they wanted to know how much, how much Psakel did they owe me. So I said, nothing. I'm full-time Yeshiva. I'm, sp- I'm supposed to be in the base marriage now. I spent uh, an hour with you. So you don't owe me anything. No, no, they insist they have to pay Psaka. So I said, five dollars each. So I said, no, no, that's, that's not right. So they walked to the corner, and then they took some little change out of their pockets. Each one gave me five hundred dollars in cash. They didn't, they didn't empty out their pockets either. They must have had more, more cash in their pockets. A thousand dollars is spending, you know. So part of their discussion was that the father had some kind of business, he had diamonds, and he had real estate, whatever, and he made millions of dollars every year, and, uh, and as the minig is a Mansi, uh, that nobody pays any taxes. So the Hamana says, what's up this Mansi? The son was saying, as the minig is a Mansi, and the Hamana says, not only Mansi, it's all over the minig like that. This is scandalous that people are not embarrassed to say that they don't pay taxes. Maybe in Europe, years, years ago, with the idea behind the taxes was to enrich the government, to enrich the king. So, uh, and the din was even the Mahusadina, the Mukhif to pay taxes even there. So maybe at that time there was some justification, perhaps, for not paying taxes, because the taxes went purely to enrich the government, the governor or the king. But today you live in a, in a democracy. The money doesn't go to enrich the governor or the king. The money goes to pay for all of the services that the government renders. The federal government makes highways and has the mail delivery, and the state government makes highways and they have schools, and the local, the, the municipal government takes care of a lot of things, and they, they need the taxes in order to, to, to pay for the budget, to pay all of the, all of the services that they give. So if you live in America, you're getting all the services, you're not paying. It says in Shulchan Aruch that all the people who live in a city are considered shutfim together and they have an obligation to pay for all of the necessities of the shutfis. So in America we have three different levels of shutfis. We have a shutfis on the municipal level, we have a shutfis on the state level, we have a shutfis on the national level. There are certain things that the, that the federal government takes care of, certain things that the state government takes care of, certain things that the municipal government takes care of. So we all, it says in Shulchan Aruch, so seftis from Tanaim. So we're all mechuyif to pay. Let's say you would have a shutfus, you have a shoe store. And all the shutfim are Jewish. After shutfim are Jewish, after shutfim are nachman. And one shutfim is going to be a wise guy, and they decided how much they have to give back into the shutfus in order to expand everything. One guy's going to be a wise guy, he's not going to pay, he's going to fool the other, he's not going to pay his share of the shutfus. 
So he's not governing from the government, he's governing from the other shutzim. Here in America, whoever doesn't pay taxes is governing from all of the other people who do pay taxes. Allah says that it's a, it's a din of shutfus. True, uh, there's so many people who live in America, it probably turns out to be a pachas mishavapruta, that you're cheating each person, pachas mishavapruta, but altogether it turns out they're cheating a fortune of money. So the matter says that that was the head of, of the Doramabal. But it's Thomas. Thomas means they were cheating. They were gambling from each other. So each person didn't do an act of gezel, but there was a big act of gezel taking place. So I don't know. Religious people are not embarrassed to say that they don't pay taxes. They think it's so cute. There was a fellow in my neighborhood years ago. He was a very wealthy man, a Sidish man. And, uh, and he used to brag about that he had a lot of children and he was in diamonds and everything was cash. And he used to brag that when he fills out his tax uh, form he only writes that he has uh, three children. He had many more, around uh, ten children. He writes that he only has three children and he only makes uh, $60,000 a year. So they never, uh, they never investigated him. He's an average guy. He has a tiny family. He makes a lot of money. He was bragging about the fact that they never catch him. And then I remember when they had the Gulf War in Eretz Yisrael, the first Gulf War. So we were sitting in the Cheder Atum, and we were listening to the radio to find out when we can leave already. I remember it was on Shabbos. And then they say on the radio that American Airlines is, uh, is uh, declaring bankruptcy, and this guy wants, this guy, they say his name, he wants to buy American Airlines. The guy makes $50,000 a year, so the government made a whole investigation. If he only makes $50,000 a year, how can he offer to buy American Airlines? So they made him pay all the back taxes that he was cheating the government. And he used to walk around the neighborhood. He used to brag about this. It was a big uh, joke by him that he gets away with this shtick. This is Gezel. This is Gezel from all the other Jews. It has nothing to do with, uh, with the Deen of the Mahus You have to come on to Deen of the Mahus This is based on the Din. That all the people who live in the community have the Din of Shudfim and the Ram Chayv to chip in to take care of all of the needs. Of the Shutfus. We have a big problem. The Mishnah Perkyovis has more than once mentioned Aseloch Arav. You have to have a Rebbe to ask Ashailis to. They say the name of Rabbi Sotalantar that he used to say that both the Hasidim and the Misnagdim make a mistake. The Misnagdim think they don't need a Rebbe and the Hasidim think that they have a Rebbe. That's an SD. I don't know if it's true. Rabbi Sotalantar said that. Somebody said it. It's a good word. I don't know if I saw Salanta said. So now it's a big problem. All the boys learn in yeshivas till they get married. So everybody thinks they know how to learn, so they don't have to ask uh, Shilas. Everybody knows. Uh, everybody knows how to look up a din in the gemara. Unfortunately, a lot of times we remember gemaras, but we don't remember which way we passed in the halacha. Many of us learn gemara, we don't learn the Even if you do, you have to have shimush. In Hayra, you have for this shul, you're blessed, you have quite a, an unusual rub, a big Tamil And this, some of the Rishonim consider this one of the 613 mitzvahs. The Prophet says, When you have a Shabbat, you have to ask a Tamil you have to pick who the Tamil is going to be. And there are Kalolim, you have to pick a Tamil who is knowledgeable, who understands the Shaila, who has common sense. That's not to ask, it's not like asking an oracle. Getting, getting an answer. You have to ask a Tamachachim who understands. Unfortunately, it was by many today, both in the, in the yeshiva world and in the modern Orthodox world, this mitzvah is missing a lot. People don't ask uh, Shilas properly. 
We should ask Moshe Eilis. The Rabbanim will find time. The Rabbanim will not feel upset that you're wasting too much of their time with Yishadas. They'll be happy to work on Yishadas. That's what they're there for. That's their responsibility to work on Yishadas. A lot of people have the attitude. What I have to ask the Rabbi Yishadas, I'll be machmer. I'll be machmer. So Rabbi Chaim Valojaner interprets in the Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis, HaSelech HaRab, HaSelech HaSelech, you should know it's called the Chumrah, because a lot of times the Balabas thinks it's on the Chumrah, he doesn't realize that the Chumrah is really a Kula. The Gemara says in Kiddushan, HaMrabe HaMaisris, HaSelech HaSelech, Maisri can only give one-tenth. If you, get it, if you want to donate more, instead of giving 10%, you want to give 15%, you want to be very generous, and give 15, 20% as Maisri, so the Gemara says, only 10% is Maisa, and whatever is more than 10% is Tevel, because he still didn't take out Maisa Shani and Maisa running. So the Gemara says, Hamar ben Maisris thinks that he's doing a Chumr, it's Maisa Reis and Kolam, it's Tevel, the Maisa Morav and the lady is going to be eating Tevel. So a lot of times Balabatim think that they're being Machmir, and what they think is a Chumr is really a Kulam. Who Barmandain and Barmandain, every Chumr has with it a Kulam. Person is going to be machmer. He's going, to, he's going to throw out the piece of flesh. He's going to be machmer. Glakosh. Going to be machmer. So he's going to have less money to give to tzedakah. He's going to buy a, 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 an esrik for a hundred dollars. If you get a kosher esrik for fifty dollars, so what's the mitzvah to spend a hundred dollars? The people are starving. The Jewish people are starving in Eretz Yisrael for food. So you can give an extra fifty dollars to tzedakah. So that's a midas chasidus to spend an extra fifty dollars on your esrik. Give the fifty dollars to tzedakah if you have money to burn. Every chum is, always carries with it a kulam. So really we should, uh, we should fulfill this mitzvah properly. Many balabatim ha-mezalzal and nezdin ha-seilacharav. In Yiddish folklore they tell all the stories about the balabatim who didn't ask Shilas, the Yishubinikis in Europe, they used to have very religiously oriented uh, farmers who were very ignorant of Torah, but they were very religiously oriented. So this Shilas, this they knew, and that they knew, if you sew the pillow with the same needle that you used to sew the helzel. They used to eat helzel years ago. When I was a little boy, you used to eat helzel. Helzel means you take the neck of the chicken and you stuff it with uh, schmaltz and with uh, flour. It's very, very fatting. And then you sew it up and then you would eat and then you would cook it like that or fry it, whatever. I forgot everybody what it is and that was helzel. So they used to sometimes they would they used the needle with thread in order to sew the helzel. So that needle would be fleshing. So this they all knew. If you sew the pillow that you sleep on with the same needle that you saw the hell, so you're not allowed to sleep on that pillow in the nine days, because that pillow is fleshing. So that, so that Shiloh, that was a double push. That he didn't ask the rabbi. They tell over all these Yishuvenics, that Shiloh he knows, and that he knows. But this Shiloh he didn't know. People are not in Psaq a lot of times what they think is a kula, is a chumr, but they think is a chumr, is a kula. You have to know halacha, you have to ask a tamachacham to know what the din is. And it doesn't always make sense to be machmer. A person thinks that he's on a madrega to be machmer. Sometimes we say hamachmer tov ala bracha, but not all the time. Chumras, amidas chasidas, is not for everybody. The Gemara has an expression when a, when, when a woman is all dressed up for a wedding and she has a beautiful dress on, then she puts on jewelry, she even looks better. But if she's wearing pajamas, she's wearing a nightgown, she puts on a jewelry, it makes her look a little silly. So some people, what, what is he observing? I mean, this guy is in the middle of Lashon Hara, he cheats in business, he, he davens quickly, doesn't pay kavana, doesn't pay attention to the daven. And he's observing Amidus Chassid, it doesn't fit in with everything else that he does. If a person is on a madrega, it makes sense once in a while to serve Amidus Chassid. But it's not for everybody. The Mishnahis have this. Sometimes 
They had discussions in Mishnahis and Brachas. Dafyami just uh, ran through it. Now, sometimes you're not allowed to observe Midas Chassid. It says, Nechziki Yuhara. It leads a person into thinking that he's somebody special. Somebody, sometimes, I remember there was once a boy who was learning in the Kailu, in the yeshivas. Uh, he lived in Washington Heights. It was about Shuvah. And uh, so he looked in the Shulchanach and said, Shulchanach, you should put on your talus and fill in a home and walk on the street in the morning. Walk on the street in Shulchanach. So this fellow put on the talus and fell in a home in Washington Heights. And he walked in the street in order to daven. He said, daven yagudah tagam. So he said, to walk to daven yagudah. So Rabbi uh, Glucksman told the boy that he should ask me whether it's proper. So, uh, so the boy came to me the next day. He asked me the Shiloh. So I told them jokingly that they tell the story about the boy who asked his Rebbe in Yeshiva about a certain Chumrah, uh, whether it's Mechzik Yuhara. So the Rebbe said, I don't think so. I think it's Yuhara Mamash. It's not Mechzik Yuhara. Yuhara Mamash. He didn't get the joke. The next day he continued. He continued wearing his towel and filling in the street. He didn't understand what I was driving at. Sometimes you have to bop people over the head. You can't, you can't say uh, jokingly. Sometimes, I mean, it's Hasidism, not for everybody, not for all certain st- uh, circumstances. You have to ask Shilas. You have to ask Shilas. Is it proper to observe such a Midas Hasidus? Tfilah is one of the things the Gemara has. Kurum Zulas live in the Yodam, the Posek and Tilim. So the Gemara says that Tfilah is one of the things that's Omdim Rum Shaloylam, Ubin Yodam is also Limahim. Tfilah, we don't understand what it is. The Gemara says that the Rabbanu Shaloylam appreciates the Tfilah. He appreciates when we dive into him. I have all kinds of desires. I have a, everybody has a desire for money, whatever, food, all, kind, all kinds of desires. Bajlam has his desires. So he desires, he, he, he appreciates tefillah very much. We don't understand it. And the way we daven, I wonder if he appreciates that tefillah. How, how can people daven to the Bajlam faster than they speak to a human being? I speak pretty quickly. A lot of people can't follow my shit because I speak too quickly. So, but how can a person daven so quickly? Another person would not understand one word that he's saying. You have to daven slowly. It says in the Shulchan Aruch, in the beginning, Simonim and the Shulchan Aruch told me, It's better to say less and to pronounce all the syllables in the words and pronounce all the words rather than to say so much, especially Slichas time. How can you finish all the Slichas in 25 minutes? That's impossible. They're leaving out every other word. They're leaving out every other syllable. Better to say, 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 have the Slichas. And a lot of yeshivas, they made up in advance. Say, have to slichas. In fact, better to say less and pronounce all the words and try and attempt to have a little kavana rather than to say so much without having any kavana. You have a lot of times people go for dinah Torah. So the balidinim and the toyanim, this American minute that they have toyanim, present the case for them. The whole institution is scandalous that they allow toyanim in it in Torah. The Dayanim know the dinim. If the Baladinim will just present the facts of the case, the, the Rabbanim will be able to figure out what the din is. You don't need the Toynim to present the case for the Baladinim. So, the idea in the din Torah is that you want to know what is the emis, what does the Torah have to say about this case. Now, that's not the attitude. The attitude of the Baladinim and the Toynim is that they're interested in winning, whether the Aloha says they're supposed to win or not. That's scandalous. You take a penny that doesn't belong to you as Gezel. They should be interested in finding out what the halacha has to say, not being interested in winning. The opening mission in Pirkei Yovis gives us an instruction, So the Mesil Sisharim has a famous comment. He said, is not merely an instruction for the Rabbonin, for the Bezin, that they should make Zeris the Rabbonin. It's an instruction for each and every individual person. Based on the Pasuk, Mishmati, 
Mishum Mishmeres and Mishmati. The pasuk at the end of Parshas Achrei Mois, and it's speaking to every every individual person. You don't need the Rabbanim to make Xeris. Whatever Xeris appear in the Talmud, whatever Xeris the Rabbanim were instituted by the Tanoim or by the Amoraim, that's Dova Shava Lachol Nefesh. That applies to everybody, whatever generation you live in, whatever society you live in, whatever you do for a living. But, uh, but who, whoever happens to be in a certain predicament, if a person is in a certain line of business and he knows that there's a chashash over there of, of some type of a kilko, so he has to, he has to make a for himself. And you shouldn't have the attitude, well, if the chachamim didn't prohibit it, it means that it's mutter. No, the chachamim would have prohibited it. It would have been also for everybody in all the generations. They didn't feel that it was necessary to answer it for everyone. But if you realize that in your line of business, in your field, a, you're a professor in the university, you may fall in in a certain chashash, or you, you are in the meat industry, or you're, you sell eggs, whatever, whatever business you're in. You realize that there's a chashash that's meyuchet for your field, for your location, so that you have to make exer the rabbanon on yourself. People don't do that. That's not right. People think that Allah just did him in shulchanach, and that's all. Did him in shulchanach, that's not the end of the story. Allah if you see that you're in a circumstance where there's a chashash kilpo, so you have to make exerah for yourself. That's what the Pasuk is speaking to each and every one of us. You go around to so many Jewish communities, there's so much machloikas. The Mishnah quotes Hillel. The Mishnah Pergavis quotes Hillel says, we should always be mitamidim shal aren, oiv shalom v'roidav shalom. You have to try to make shalom people. The Jews are so principled. We're so... So makpen on every kutzah shal yud, so we're so makpen on all the principles. We'll kill each other just from midas chasidus, for nusa hashkenaz, nusa chareiyah, whatever, nusa chatfila. In a Hungarian minig, they don't observe the minig that I had from my boys. I was saying, so they don't observe the minig. So the world doesn't come to an end. So you'll tell your children to observe. You don't have to pressure you and hug him and everybody in the shul. We have to be a little more careful about midas hashalom. But Chaim complains that uh, there's so much machloikas, and he says usually people on the weekdays, they're busy, they have to go to work, so they don't have time to make machloikas. Shabbos, they don't go to work, so they have more time to make machloikas. So he quotes from the Zohar, that's an additive, and the Sabah Reish, B'chomash, Rusech, B'yayim HaShabbos, refers to Eish HaMachloikas. All week long you make a machloikas, is L'yikikorech L'chadosa, HaMachzik B'machloikas. And on Shabbos, it's an additive. Usually that's when you make all the machloikas. On Shabbos and Yom, people have off from work, so they have time to make machloikas. There's a famous uh, shayla that was asked, I think it's from the 1500s, uh, one of the shaylas of Chubas for him, that uh, the name of the chazan was Shimon, and the Gemara has a tana Shimon, Hamsen Hoyadorish Kales V'yes Shabbat In Yiddish, the word S means to eat, it's an So they had a chazan in the shul, his name was Shimon, and he used to eat macholas asuris. So the, the Rav sent the Shalat to the other Talmud Chacham, Shimon Zed, Dorish Kales, V'yash HaBatar, Es HaChazir, Es HaGomov, Es HaNevis, eats all the Macholas HaSuris. But he has a beautiful voice, and the Balabatim enjoy very much the way he davens. But the Rav says, how can I allow him to daven for an omen? It says in Shulchan that if the Chazan is a Balabin, right? you don't let him, you don't let, da- let him daven for the omen. But it will fire the chazan, it will make a point of it, so it will make a big machlekes in the kill. So what should he do? The rov sent a shout to another big rov. So the other rov answered him, he coined an expression, I don't think it appears in any other midrashim, Mutav laham it selam ha'echov ha'yarba machlekes, peace rov. In order not to make a machlekes, let them put it selam in the shul. It's selam. 
not to be taken literally, but what, what he probably meant was, you shouldn't have a chaz and dab and if he's a balad, it's not proper lachatchila. So because so, and then we have a klal shatatchak, kidiyevdam, shatatchak, we permit lachatchila, which usually is only permissible kidiyevdam. So kidiyevdam, if the fellow, the baladera, the shimon, the who eats all the macholas, asuras, the toldavim, from an omen, that when ye yaitzes, and kidiyevdam, we will be yaitzes. So you don't make a machlaikas, shatatchak, kidiyevdam, he led him davim for an omen. A lot of times we make machlaikas in shuls, in kehilas, over things that are lachatchilas, over minhagim, over minhachasidas, over things. We shouldn't be so principled. We should be principled on honesty in business. We should be principled on paying our taxes. We should be principled on other things. But when, when we're not causing machlaikas, but to be so makbit, to be so principled that as to cause machlaikas over these kind of things, we should keep this lesson in mind. What he wrote, Mutab lahamet selam echal ayarba machlaikas be Israel. Mishnah Pirkei Ovis tells us we should have the attitude when we're giving tzedakah. We should have the attitude, look, whatever money I earn, if it's kosher fadim to guilt, if it's my money, I'm entitled to it. And I have a mitzvah to give tzedakah for my money. But the Mishnah says we shouldn't have that attitude that it's my money and therefore I have a right to give the money wherever I want. We should act as if we are apotropsim on the money of the Rabbanu Shalom, and the Mishnah quotes the Pasuk, V'chein b'dovet ho'em, b'dovet ha'melech says, Ki l'cho ha'kol, u'miyotcho nasan We treat all of our assets, all of our money, as if it really belongs to the Rabbanu Shalom, and just giving him back part of his money, where apotropes him on the money. If he see, and if he sees that we did a good job serving as an apotropes on the small amount of money, then he will entrust larger amounts of money to, to, into our hands. We should act as an apotropes about, uh, about that larger amount of money. A lot of people don't have that attitude. A lot of people have the attitude, it's my money and I have the right to give whatever tzedakah I want. That's not true. The Shulchan Aruch tells us that there are kedimas. We are supposed to give the tzedakah. One of the kedimas is that uh, the, the local yeshivas and the local uh, causes take precedence even to Aniyah Yeretz Yisrael. For many years, so much money has been funneled to Eretz Yisrael and the local yeshivas are, are uh, losing out. So if the local yeshivas already have uh, marble, uh, marble floors and golden uh, windows, so that you can share the money to other people as well. But if the local yeshivas, the uh, local institutions are need of money, so that's a klal in Shulchan Aruch, klal in Pesukim Mechumish. Aniyah Yerucha Kodmul, Aniyah Yerach Eretz, even to Aniyah Yeretz Yisrael. There are different drachim in learning. Everybody holds their derech as the best. That tells them have their derech and the briska have their derech. And every yeshiva has its own derech in learning. The Maram Shiv has in one place, Kola drachim cheskes hakona. He has on a certain tesis in Ksubis. He says, the many drachim had to read this tesis, Kola drachim cheskes hakona. None of the drachim are kept. The different drachim in learning. But the Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Yavis, we should be careful about the drachma learning. You have to have kol shiiras chetuk hademus lechachmasai chachmasa miskayem. Some have a derech in learning that they they're so arrogant they feel that they can conquer everything and they can figure everything out and you have a right to ask questions on everything till you get to the root of everything. There's certain things that you have to take that are given. Certain things. It says in Chumash that there's a din, so you don't clear chakiras on everything. If there's something that's unclear, if you have a contradiction between two Gemaras, if something is hazy, then you clear a Chakir. 
But if it's a din of Chumash, it's, there's nothing to clear about. You have to limit uh, what you're asking questions about. If you ask too many questions, that's a lack of Yeres Chet Kodemus Lachach Masai. It's going to pose problems. We should really, as I started off, we should really uh, carry with us the Pirkeiavis all year long. Not just zoom through the, the two pages in Pirkeiavis every week uh, by Mincha after, uh, after uh, Shemayin Hasrei before Aleinu. And this should be a program for life. Everything that it says in Pirkeiavis is important. Has a lot been Adam Leatzmo, has a lot been Adam Achaveiroi, and has a lot of attitudes been Adam Lamokim, and we have to we have to follow everything that it says. I want to wish everybody Agmach Simatev Everyone should be healthy. Everyone should succeed this year. Beruchnis and the Gashmis and all in your good year.